All right. Hey, welcome to the Gopher CEO channel, everyone. Thank you so much for coming on board. And once again, if you're a visitor and you've never subscribed to our channel, go ahead and subscribe to the channel. This is a YouTube channel that's bringing you the CEOs, the founders, the entrepreneurs, the intrapreneurs, people that are inside of companies, even, you know, being that mindset, being driven by mindset. And I'm excited because today, you know, I've known this gentleman for 20 plus years, uh, almost three decades. And I'm so excited because he's been like a big brother at times and uh, a counselor, a mentor, <laughs> all the types of things. And, and what a joy it's been to see him kind of in his journey and, and be a, a mentor of mine as well. So uh, without further ado, Mr. Brian Benekis, Car Star, uh, Grand Avenue, the CEO, my man, Brian Benekis. How are you? Welcome to the Go for CEO channel. Yeah, doing great, John. Thanks. I love what you're doing here. And awesome. I love being a part of it. Yeah. Thank you and, so much. Uh, yeah. Yes. Well, We've I've... got a lot of history together. We do and other businesses and um, and our our families and things that we just enjoy together and love each other. So, yes, we're in this deep, brother. That's so, right. That's right. It's been a few decades. Well, look, the Gopher yeah. CEO community expects me to kind of deliver the people that are just real down to earth CEOs, entrepreneurs, founders. And, and obviously I've seen you through 20 plus years and 25 years of just being in this business, in this industry, the auto body business. So, but we usually like to start off with kind of a little bit of the background of you, you know, where you came from, you know, kind of just uh, kind of that sense of, you know, did you grow up entrepreneurially, family, all that type of thing. So I'll let you take it away and share with us a little bit about yourself. Sure. So I grew up uh, in Elmwood Park and uh, family, brother and a sister and father and mother had started a, the collision repair business called George's Body Shop. That was back in 1944. And um, I went to college as a wrestler, got a ride in Russell High School and College and, you know, built a lot of perseverance through that sport. And what happened was when I got finished, I was a phys ed teacher, actually, but I pursued it to a certain degree of just substituting and then went into a family business that was already set in place. And it was called George's Body Shop, Collision Repair. And so I got into that business and I was, that was, I was 20 three when I started. And uh, by the time I was 25, my dad, who was my mentor, had a stroke and passed on within a week. So for me, this was a, boy, it was a learning curve and dropping the ball and figuring out a lot of things by just floundering around and not knowing what to do. And then what happened was I met up with some really nice folks that were in the industry, owners, operators, and they were, they were really sharp. And what they did was invited me to become part of an association called ASA, which is the Automotive Service Association. And then I became an officer in there and um, learned more about the business and more about the development part that I needed. And then in 2003, I met June, who's my wife now, and we started looking deeper because she started working for me. She had, a, she had a master's degree in business and master's degree in biotech. But I, I convinced her to come and work with me, and she did. And that was a blessing. It's been a blessing. And But what's happened is that um, we took and wanted more development, and um, we looked at franchises, and we knew we'd get it there. And uh, what happened was we found out about CarStar. CarStar is a, of a lot of family-owned businesses that are owner franchisees with a corporation behind them that really supports them. And so we got involved in that. That was 2008, 
I believe it was now. And um, within a period of time, we saw a lot of uh, success in that in the business by having the development that we did not have previous to that and met a lot of great owners where we go to their stores even and stay for the weekend and work in their store. It was beautiful. I mean, it was really, really phenomenal uh, experience to do that, to be in their store working and uh, producing in their store and learning about their systems and how they managed to have really successful stores doing big numbers, three, 400,000 a month of a store that was maybe 6,000 square feet, which was really great EBITDA. They were doing, you know, 20% EBITDA. So, um, so we, we've learned a lot and we've learned a lot about our own gaps and our own struggles that we've had personal work that we've done because we came into business with our own baggage. And I, I believe that every person has it. And if they're willing to face that and say, Hey, you know what? I can low learn, I could grow, but I need to deal with these issues that I have in my own life. That's a, that'll save a lot of time. So we've done a lot of coaching, business coaching, personal coaching, um, couples coaching in a book club for couples. And so we're learning to really work on the social emotional side of ourselves, so that we could take and grow and learn and, and cut off a lot of the time wasted and struggling in the business because we didn't deal with that. So, so I've been here since, uh, 73. That's, I think it's a, you know, almost five decades and uh, it's been a great experience for me. And I met a lot of family owners and businesses that we've really collaborated together. And, you know, um, in, in this industry, uh, if you're successful in operating well, running a great business and, and operating real well with insurance companies, you don't have to market hardly at all. And you can, that's always good to do that. But if you don't have a lot of time, all you gotta do is just operate well and perform well. And you get a lot of business from all different companies. So we're on a direct repair relationship with companies like State Farm, Farmers, Travelers, Kemper, and a bunch of others. And that's been through, CarStar has been helpful, helping us do that and performing well. And um, so that is a kind of a history of where I've come. And uh, our technicians, you know, can I move to that area, John? Is that okay? We shift. Yeah, yeah. Or? No, look, I mean, you're you're uh, sharing a breath of knowledge. And I mean, I, if I was uh, the GoPro CEO community right now, I'll rewind that last minute and a half and just start taking down some notes, right? So, so sure. I mean, uh, yeah. I, I'm assuming you're getting into kind of the technician side, which is the employees. And yeah, tell yep. us a little bit about that journey and, and how that's been, you know, throughout the years, because mm-hmm. almost five decades, I'm sure you've not you know, it'd be awesome to hear that you had one or two or two or whatever, maintained the same employees from 50, almost 50 years ago, but I'm sure it's not the case. So go ahead. Yeah. Our one employee has been with us for about 18 years now. And, uh, and our other employee has been with us for about three years now. And the other guys have been, and they're basically new, but what we've done is this, we changed from uh, the way to make our employees happy. So they'd come to work for a bonus instead of coming and work for a paycheck was to create uh, a system where it was flat rate as opposed to hourly. In our industry, estimates are done and insurance companies uh, use a software where there's so many hours of labor. So if they have, say for instance, two hours to put on a fender and a guy can do that in a half an hour, he wins big because he gets paid for the two hours Hmm. times a, a ratio. So we've done flat rate for over probably 30 years now because we wanted our guys to come to work for a bonus, not for a check. 
And when they came to work for a bonus, they were concerned about our equipment. They were concerned about even shoveling snow or doing things that we wouldn't even really ask them to do many times and pull them off of there because their heart was invested in the, us and in the business. And so, cause we pay them well. And so the big thing was making sure our employees were paid well, that matters a lot. And um, also that they understood that how they're appreciated because many times I think it came down to, they would do extra work on the job or do things that were not even their, their job, they would do help other guys because they really felt like they mattered in our business. They really were important to us and they were accomplishing something. They mattered as people, as human beings, because many shops that they had been at were they were a number there. It was just their production. People didn't celebrate their birthdays or, you know, we pray for every morning. We have a prayer time. It's a minute of prayer, but we pray for our guys, pray for what's happening for our customers that come in. And just pray for God to make a difference in our business and in us personally, so we can make an impact in the world. So we've done that and they know that they matter in our business. And so that's been a big part of why they come to produce and they're, they don't do a lot of talking together. When they do, it's, it's very little because they're really focused on producing and they, they, they get paid well. So they want to be in the part where the parts are here, everything's ready to go so they can do that. So we keep feeding them and that feeding them good information. So they're, they get a lot of training in our industry called ICAR, which is a training industry where they can take and they need to be trained. And they, that's a part of our working here is they have to be trained. Uh, but keeping them fed with parts keeps them busy so they can stay on the job and not off. Because remember, we're not paying hourly, we're paying flat rate. So they love that. And our pretty people produce and they have great attitudes. And, um, and they're just, we have a really, it's a family unit and that matters a lot. So our business is not run like a corporation. We have systems in place that we use well and protocol, but it is more of a family orientation where we, we talk to each other during the day. We stop off and might tell a joke or bring up something or talk about the game that's going on or the Super Bowl or whatever's going on right then and what they're interested in. I know what they makes them tick because I found out by listening to them a lot. And, uh, you know, I found out my one, my painter does beautiful paintings. The guy's really skilled at paintwork, oils and watercolors. And, um, and so as we get to listening to them more, instead of sharing more with them, listening a lot more, we learn more about them so we can interact with them and find out what it, how to take and, and say things and do things that make a difference for them to feel like they've been listened to and that we care about them. So that's a big part of connecting with our people and um, taking it, you know, we take vacations, we all vacation at once, we just close our store. And, you know, a lot of people say, you can't do that. I said, we're doing it. This is how we run our business. We all take a vacation at once. We coordinate together. So it works for everyone, whether going on camping trips or hunting or whatever it is, we do it together. And at that point, our, our business, we have someone just monitor the business flow so we could keep booking work because we're booked normally about five weeks ahead all year round. Wow. And that's about as far out as we can book people because they just don't want to wait any longer. But we promise them sometimes we'll give them a gift card or something just to keep them in the loop. But it's those that are uh, drivable vehicles too. Non-drive vehicles, we either uh, load level, we send it to other uh, uh, franchisees. We send a lot of work out. I've spent, 
I sent 30 cars out to one shop in the last month and a half. And that's a blessing for us. If we can't handle it, we want to provide it, give it to someone that we know that can and do a great and serve those clients well. Wow. So, yeah. So that's, that's a big part of it. Yeah. No, that's amazing. I mean, look, you, I think one of the things that you just shared in that, in that, you know, synopsis there is culture, right? Uh, you've created such an incredible culture. I do want to go back just a little bit uh, in the sense of, you know, how, how did you learn that? Because, uh, you know, obviously, you know, you had your dad growing up and I'm sure he's a, a strong, you know, presence in your life. But, you know, when, when you go to work with him and, and all of a sudden in a year or two, you know, he's no longer there, you take over the business, you know, what did you learn throughout those years? Just to kind of give us a little bit back because you just went so deep. And if someone really listened to what you just said, that's an incredible business culture uh, of, of engagement mm -hmm. of people, of employees. So anything from the background yeah. that you could share with us that maybe you learned, and then also uh, what did you pick up or maybe are you also being mentored to learn that type of culture? Yeah, well, you know what? The culture piece, you know, is, a, is the one thing I learned from my parents was, you know, they said the best part of the journey of building the business was when they were struggling, believe it or not. And they just kept, just stayed the course on it. But they were big believers in the work ethic. And the work ethic was that if you can get up out of bed, you go to work. And, you know, and obviously if we were contagious, if we had a cold or flu, we don't want to get people sick, but that was rare. We were just focused on one thing. If you got your uniform on for the day, you could work. And so, you know, in my 49 years, I was just talking to a friend. I'd probably been off 10 days. And that was, you know, not counting vacation days, but 10 days for being in the hospital or wherever it was. But we didn't get a pat on the back. It was just part of being alive to work. And we just said, you know what? Our purpose in life is to take and produce. Part of it is the producing. So we're going to produce by the only way we can do this by being at work and working uh on our business as opposed to just within our business. Right. And so I learned a lot of the culture piece from actually a church I went to, which was a mega church called Willow Creek in the Chicago land area where the pastor was a fabulous businessman and uh, talked about culture a lot and their culture, whether the person was a great technician, like in our business, they could be a really good tech, but if they didn't get it well, get along well with people, couldn't interact with people well, they didn't fit into our culture. So we try to find them a job somewhere else where it, that wasn't an issue. But with us, it was that they could take and interact well with each other. And they would had come to work with an attitude was they wanted to win, which was saying, hey, you know what? I'm going to support everyone there. That's how we win as a team. So it was all about, you know, teamwork. So and still we talk about teaming. So the big part of building that culture was listening to my pastor who was really great at that. And along the line, just businessmen that I've met along through the years of experience in this business and operators in our business that were a lot sharper than me. And so those guys I wanted to get around. So what I did was I'd go to lunch with them. You know, you buy them lunch, man. You could listen a lot and pick their brain. And, uh, and it was listening to guys, people that were younger than me. And John, you were an influence on me too, because you were always hungry to listen to you know, guys like Warren Buffett or people that were leaders. And so getting around people that were hungry to learn and grow, I think has helped me understand that culture is absolutely key in the business and getting the right people on the bus. That was part of a leadership summit I went to at that church 
where they had leaders come in and talk about getting the right people on the bus. And Jim Collins talked about that. Good to great and other books yeah. that he wrote. So culture is absolutely vital. If you want to have a business that's functional and healthy, because we can have a business that produces well and makes a lot of money, but if people are in strife all day long, struggling, it's, it's, it's hard. It's miserable to be there, you know, but if people are getting along trying to support each other, you know, it works well. And then people are, they're really pleased and are going around. They're happy and their their problems from home. They might bring them in, but we could talk about things. It isn't where they shut them down. So we listen a lot and learn a lot how we can serve each other by by listening and finding out what's going on with the person. You know, building that culture of listening. Well, I'll tell you. I mean, what you just shared is, is basically a masterclass. We should cut that up and <laughs> and sell it for nineteen ninety nine or something. It's, uh, what, a, what an incredible masterclass right there of pure culture, understanding. And you gave a couple of different references, right? Your parents, uh, your yep. pastor, uh, mm-hmm. some of the tools, some of the people that you've been able to be mentored by in the industry and how yep. they grew their business. So just recognizing that is such an important thing to being a, an entrepreneur, a CEO of a company. So let's, let's kind of switch gears a little bit. Um, you know, I was very interested and in, I think our community would love to learn you know, you, you go from a family-owned business, a family-owned brand, right, uh, in, in some of your operations and systems and things. Uh, I know back in the day when I first met you, you were very heavy about marketing to insurance agents and, and really building great relationships and doing a lot of things, gift baskets and all these types of things. But then a little bit earlier in the conversation, you said, hey, when you do good work, I mean, these insurance companies just keep on throwing you the business. So if it's not marketing, then what are some of the systems that you picked up from this car star relationship that you think were different than just your own, you know, personal brand? Yeah. Well, car star, the thing that car star brought to the table was car star is unique in that all it's all franchisees. People have skin in the game, but you've got a corporate structure behind you. So what happens is uh, car star is, building relationships constantly with new insurance companies. And so when they need a, a shop in the area, they promise CarStar, hey, the next person, next time we need someone for this zip code, we're going to call one of your people. We're going to put them on. So it was, it was performing well enough to take and be ready to get on programs. Okay. That was a part of it. The other part was realizing that, you know, we need to perform well, no matter what happens. No matter what goes on, we need to be performing well because we want to serve people well. That's the first and foremost. And so what we did was, you know, I used to, every month I would go out, I'd go to the dollar store and get gift bags for the season. If it was fall or whatever, I'd get those little plastic gift bags and i put in good kinds of chocolate and popcorn and things. And, um, and we'd tie them up with a ribbon, put our card on it. We'd go out with an enterprise person and we would market that. And it was very effective. Because I went out with one tool that was really helpful. I went out with the CE, continuing education piece that I had that CarStar provided. Now, see, that was a piece they provided. The continuing education tool was great because I could go into an agent's office and just give that tool away and let them have online training free 24-7 for all their employees, anyone who was a sales agent. So that was a big part to get in the door. And then it was without a hook in it. There was like, hey, listen, Keep us in mind. We'd love to serve your clients, but we want to give you this because maybe you'll see that, you know what, we're about giving and receiving, not just taking. So bottom line was it was about a partnership of giving and receiving with those agents. And 
starting out with providing a tool opened the door to many agents. And some of them wanted, you know, some, you know, some people wanted tickets to ball games and all that stuff. We said, we never, we don't do that, but we want to educate your people and take and give you something. You're going to end up going somewhere to get it. So when they had an ethics class that comes up every two years, they have to have that class. We had a venue for that where we'd have them go to a particular location, like an enterprise location. They have 150 agents in there and they were all, agents that would go through our continuing education platform ethics class and it was free we'd provide them lunch and they leave with a lot of knowledge and and relationship building with other agents so that was a piece the ce piece the community education piece was a great tool for me and um can we break for one moment john yeah yeah all right. Hey, we're back again. So, hey, uh, quick break, but back again with Brian Benekis, Car Star Grand Avenue here in Chicagoland, having an exciting interview talking about culture, marketing, understanding operations, and what that changed from a family owned business brand to a uh, franchise type business brand. So, I know, uh, Brian, you had to take a quick break, but you were on top of it with your clients, which is always awesome. Uh, mm -hmm. And probably one of the reasons that you've been, you know, been able to succeed so well over the last few decades. So you were sharing with the community, go for CEO, um, a little bit about operations, how CarStar kind of has really kind of entrenched itself into the way that you learned now that next level part of your business. So go ahead and take it away. Yeah, so CarStar has really been really a blessing to us. And um because there's so many different business owners and each one of us is in a group. There's a, as a, like a, a 12 group and we meet every quarter somewhere in the country. And then we take and uh, we'll go to someone's shop that's in that area and we'll visit a shop and look it over and then give them ideas, possibilities, but we get together, we bring all our numbers there. So every time we do that, we've got just a host of people that are, agents that take and uh, help us see what we can't see. And we go through each area of our business. So on that financial report, we're looking at all different parts of that. So if someone is weak in an area, there's someone that's strong. And, uh, and one more break, brother. Sorry. I got to take that. All right. Okay. So yeah, go ahead and keep on going, uh, Brian, with the uh, value that I know that you've seen with CarStar and that relationship of the franchisee model. Yeah, we haven't car star. Uh, there's over, uh, it's almost 700 car stars in North America. So that buying power has really helped us a lot in, uh, in negotiating and um, taking and being able to get in front of different insurance companies has been something that car star is good at. Mm -hmm. And so they're always bringing uh, more work to the table because they have those relationships that they build and there's accountability factor and protocols that we have to work with um, to stay current with those insurance companies and be performing well for them because they're not going to take and keep you on the program if you're not performing well. So it's back to the performance again, but it's easier with CarStar because you have more uh, systems and um, protocol that you already know. You don't have to figure it out. It's there for you. You got to do the work then to do it. I so, love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, that's one of the things, uh, Gover CEO, you know, you take a person that 
had a family owned business, grew up in it, went to college, you know, sees the kind of the tragedy that happened, obviously getting started in the business with his dad passing, but, you know, recognized some things over the years that uh, needed maybe a little bit of a tweak here of his business, a little bit of a tweak there brought in obviously June and some of the things that were dynamic there and some of her background, but ultimately saw the value of really kind of uh, teaming up with a brand, teaming up with a, a, a place like CarStar that brought some extra things that, um, you know, I'm sure. Obviously, what what is the uh, what is the, um, the the fee that the CarStar uh, you you have to pay for just to kind of share someone just the perspective of yeah no good good thing so so depending on again it's around two to three percent you negotiate with them okay and so yeah so you're paying them every month you're giving a percentage of that. And again, you know, what's cool is that if you perform well with insurance companies, you don't pay them anything, nothing. If you don't perform well, there's a percentage. So they're getting a bigger percentage if you don't perform well. And so um, the focus on that performance is big. And that means every line of that estimate has to be written well. And that helps us stay on our toes. And uh, looking at this every month, of, uh, of different um, scales that we have so we can be current on how we're doing, keeps us abreast. So it's, it's, on, it's on the front burner all the time. So it's not something that we're not looking at, which is helpful. So CarStar is good at keeping us focused on what we're doing and uh, keeping current with the insurance companies of the, what they demand, what we need to do and staying on top of that because that is, that's our bread and butter. I love it. I love it. Look, you know, I know that uh, as we bring this interview to, uh, to, uh, you know, to the end here, um, you know, in the next six months, we want to, you know, reconnect with you and really go deeper on some other areas. You shared such incredible knowledge about culture, about how you've kind of tweaked your business, how you saw the branding of a franchise model, and then the operation side of things. So, you know, we usually like to end, Brian, with uh, CEO. So that's client experience, employee engagement, and operational excellence. And I know that you touched on basically all of those, but what do you think is the value proposition and the thing that brings CarStar Grand Avenue of Chicago? What do you guys do better than anybody in a, as far as client experience? I think what we've done better is that we've, from the time that we connect with the client until the client is, the car's delivered for the client, we're, we have a lot of communication with them. So we're in touch with them a lot, which means a lot. Um, and I think it's bringing this family culture that we have into that client experience, which means it's different than big corporations that have a lot of stores that if they feel like they're walking into a corporation as opposed to a family business that's well run with systems. So I think it's the client experience is that cordiality and, and just being really friendly with our clients has helped us with our, our Yelps and other things. So that a lot of times people are calling because they just love the experience that we, that we've given them. And, you know, I've been to restaurants in my life and, you know, the best food mattered, but I'll tell you how I got treated by people. And if I mattered to people made a big difference. So we want to, it's always doing what it takes to satisfy them. So they're happy when they leave, but so they're just, so they're also ready to take and share this experience with someone. So it's that kind of rapport that we have with them that they would be willing to do that. And they have, but we've been fortunate to have some wonderful clients over the years. I love, I love that you kept on saying uh, experience and, and, 
part of it and being loved and, you know, not just great food, but just great, you know, being, you know, shared with and, and emotions yes. and stuff. So I know that that kind of beams through you, Brian. So uh, how mm-hmm. about employee engagement? I know you touched on, you know, you guys actually shut down the place. If you take a vacation, <laughs> uh, it's kind of a family scenario where you take, you all take a vacation. So just about 30 seconds of employee engagement and that value proposition. You know what, being interested in their families in them, the things that matter to them uh, is what gives us fulfillment and it's beyond the business even. It's connecting with them so they recognize that they matter to us. And um, and we always wanna go deeper with them. And you know what, we're more vulnerable with them, vulnerable with them ourselves too. So they know that, you know, we're human beings that drop the ball and pick it up. And um, we do this together as a team. So yeah, that's, that's probably what I could share the best. Incredible, incredible, and such great nuggets that you're sharing. And last one is uh, just operational excellence. You know, uh, again, a few words of just kind of what sets you apart, how you take that, you know, uh, from the intake of the client to the output, to the way that you do your vendor work. I mean, just a couple nuggets there. Yeah, you know, our vendors are, are really important to us. And I think in the past, they haven't been because I didn't get that part of it. And these days I do, and I've learned that, you know, the vendors, these are people, whether they're delivery people or uh, parts interpreters on the phone, whatever it is, but building rapport with them is absolutely critical. I'm, and I use that word again, it's critical because when they matter, when they feel like they matter in the relationship that we have, however that is, they produce, they look forward to talking to you. They, they want to help. They are, uh, they're, they're business partners with us and not just vendors, they're partners. So the partnerships go far and wide. And um, we're just, we're thankful for those vendors out there. I send popcorn to a lot of the vendors at the end of the year, because I want to show them that they have made a difference in our business. And I build more rapport with them. You would think they'd be sending us some of, many of them do, because we do a lot of business with them and they want to send gifts or whatever, but we send stuff out to them because if this is give and take again, and we want them to know that we're thankful for them in our, in our life, in our business. Love it. Love it. Yeah, it's kind of like the theme of, uh, you know, giving, uh, you know, uh, someone that is, you, you know, they're getting business from you and you're actually returning the favor by being kind to yeah. them, and bringing them something before they even yeah. expect it. So, well, what a, what a great way to do business. So, so, Brian, thank you so much. Obviously, our friendship has meant the world to me. You're a brother to me. And uh, thank you for coming on the GoPro CEO channel. What's a great way for people to connect with you? Do you guys have an Instagram, a, fight, a Facebook, yeah. you know, your, your website? Just some of those ways for Absolutely. them to be able to connect. Sure. And uh, our website is, if you go to carstar.com, and then there's a locator, a state, and then you find us, Carstar Grand Avenue. So carstar.com is very simple. Um and our phone number is, is, is very easy too. It's 773-486-2131. And for anyone who's going in the business ever or needs something about their car, whether we fix the car or not, they just want understanding, knowledge, whatever I have over those 49 years, I'd love to give that out. So Awesome. Awesome. Any Facebook or anything like that, social media, LinkedIn? Yeah, we are. I, I actually don't do much of that. My daughter helps us with that, Facebook stuff and that. Uh, I'm more focused on on something called CarWise and Yelp. Okay. So yeah, we you know we value our clients and, and a lot of times I'll ask the client because we want to get a ten. We uh, 
State Farm, a lot of these insurance companies will send them a survey. We wanna get tens with them. So we wanna perform well. And so what it takes is asking them. If you don't ask, you don't receive. So we ask them, hey, would you give us a 10 if you're really pleased with us? And if, you, if there's something that we missed, we'd love to hear about it now before your car is delivered. So, so we're constantly kind of probing just to touch them and say, hey, you know what? Love serving you. Would you let them know how we're doing? You know? Fantastic. Fantastic. Look, we took a couple of breaks, ladies and gentlemen, because Brian delivers to his clients. Number one is his client. And that's why he's been in business for nearly 50 years. What a great brand. And so excited that in six months, we're going to be able to visit with him again, find out what's going on in 2021. Currently it's February, 2021. We went through the pandemic last year, you know, kind of getting out of it now and just thriving to, to make things happen. So Brian, thank you so much for joining the Go for CEO channel. By the way, everybody, subscribe to the channel, smash that like button, leave a comment for Brian. I'm sure he'll be able to interact with you. And if you have any questions, what a what a mountain of wisdom that uh, you could tap into thanks. if you want to call him directly and uh, leave him a comment. So thanks so much, Brian, for your, all your Great. support. And uh, thank you for coming on board. Thanks for what you're doing with this, John. Appreciate it. Love you, brother. Love you, man. Thanks.